If you want to be more efficient and effective while experiencing more inner peace, then working on the core of your issues instead of putting on a Band-Aid is vital. Welcome to Life Fix University Podcast. I'm your host, Esty Grafford, and here to help you improve your 28 cognitive functions, the 28 things that make up thinking. In each episode, we'll discuss a real-life challenge, why you might be struggling with it, and give you practical strategies so all areas of your life will improve. If cognitive functions are the skills behind all skills, and we know that we all have some weak ones, then how do we learn new skills? This is coming up next on the Life Peaks University podcast, episode 393. But first, screenshot this episode, show us where you're listening to it, and share it on IG stories. Don't forget to tag me in Life Peaks University so I can give you a shout out and thank you personally. For today's Real Life Challenge, imagine you have decided it is time you get really good at email marketing. You take courses, listen to podcasts, and practice. Eventually, you get really good. Later, you discover that you struggle with the cognitive function of giving a thoughtful response. You can learn almost any skill, even if you have a weak cognitive function. Yes, you heard that right. You can learn almost any skill, even if you have a weak cognitive function. However, it will be extremely difficult. Going back to our real life challenge, if you struggle with giving a thoughtful response, which is highly related to the skill of copywriting and writing good emails, you will still be able to send emails to your email list. And you should. But it will be a real challenge. Let me give you another example. If you are trying to improve your organizational skills, but you struggle with the cognitive function of holding two sources of information at the same time, you will still be able to improve your organizational skills. But you may find yourself picking up one pen, putting it away where it belongs, and then coming back only to find a marker that belongs in the same spot as the pen. So you have to go back to that spot and put it away. Now, can you still organize like that? Yes. Will it take you much longer to organize like that? Yes. But here's the scary or interesting part, I should say. You may not even realize that this is taking so much energy. Because your brain can hold two sources of information at the same time, it can hold the concept of a pen and a marker, both bringing them to the same space. It doesn't even realize that it's taking extra energy. It just takes you double as long to actually organize your room. So is it possible to improve your organizational skills? Yes. Is it really hard without me maybe even realizing? Yes. Is there a way to make it easier? 100% yes. So now that we understand that if our cognitive functions are strong, it makes it a whole lot easier for us to learn all the skills we want to improve, how do we learn skills when our cognitive functions are weak or while we're improving our cognitive functions? How are we able to do that? So we understand that if our cognitive functions are strong, it makes it a whole lot easier to learn new skills. 
But before we improve our cognitive functions, or maybe while we're improving our cognitive functions, how are we able to learn new skills related to weak cognitive functions? Here's why. Because we are overcompensating with a different cognitive function we are really good at. We're putting in a ton of mental energy and it's helping us being able to learn this new skill even though we have a weak cognitive function. Now, you may not think it's so bad, but using a different cognitive function takes up so much mental energy. Many times it takes up a lot of time and a lot of money and effort to learn that new skill that won't be required if that weak cognitive function was stronger. So back to our real life challenge of getting better at the skill of writing emails. Let's say you're really good at the cognitive function of hypothetical thinking if and then thinking. But like we said in the beginning, we're not so good at hypothetical thinking. Without even realizing it, what you're probably doing is you're using hypothetical thinking to write your emails. If I write this, then I have to write that. If I write it like that, then I have to write it like that. But because you're not so good at giving a thoughtful response, you have to do a lot more hypothetical thinking to write a simple sentence. Are you able to write those emails? 100% yes. Should you continue developing your copywriting skill? 100% yes. Would it be a whole lot easier for you if giving a thoughtful response was strong? 100% yes. So the best way to actually improve your writing skills would be by improving your cognitive function of giving a thoughtful response. And then use both hypothetical thinking, which you already have really strong, and your newly developed cognitive function of giving a thoughtful response. Use them both together to write your emails. This will make writing emails a whole lot easier. But one more time, I'm going to say it again. Just because you have a weak cognitive function, it doesn't mean you shouldn't learn it. Continue learning, continue learning, continue learning and continue developing your new cognitive functions. So how do I identify exactly where we are overcompensating for weak cognitive functions? To be honest, this is really hard because we are in it. We think that this is a really smart way of doing it because we're really good at the strong cognitive function. You're like, it's so easy for me to do hypothetical thinking. It's so easy for me to write if and then sentences or have my brain formulate sentences by thinking an if and then, but we don't realize how much energy and how much effort it actually takes us. It takes us much more than if we would have had those weak cognitive functions strong. Here's what I suggest you to do. If you haven't taken the cognitive function assessment yet, go to lifepixuniversity.com forward slash CF. That's lifepix, P-I-X, university.com forward slash CF. Right there, download it, take the assessment, it should take you less than 10 minutes. Then pick one of your strongest cognitive functions. If you have one that's like by far the strongest, pick that one. And if you have a few really strong ones, then pick any of them. And then over the next couple of days, take note of where you see yourself doing this cognitive function in your everyday life. Once you have a whole list of different activities that you did using that cognitive function, take your list and compare it to the assessment. Here, you're going to take a little bit of thinking and a little bit of 
using cognitive functions to figure this out, actually, see which cognitive function would have been smarter for you to use in this situation instead of your strong one. What if instead of using planning, you would have used comparing? Or what if instead of being precise, you you, you would have used searching for relevant cues? Would that have made a little bit more sense to use in that situation? Now, obviously, you have a whole list of activities. So some of them, the cognitive function that you use makes the most sense to use in that activity in that scenario, but sometimes there'll be a different cognitive function and then you'll know where you're overcompensating. Now you can take this one step further by leveraging your strong cognitive function to improve your weaker one. Today, we discussed how we overcompensate our cognitive functions to learn skills, even when we have weak cognitive functions. We should still learn new skills, but it will make our lives a whole lot easier if we improve our cognitive functions and then learn those skills. Your challenge this week is to take the assessment, pick one of your strong cognitive functions, and make a list of where you use it. Then compare your activity list back to the assessment and see if any other cognitive function would have been a smarter one to use. This week is a real hard challenge, but I believe in you and I know that you can do this. If you have any questions, hit me up on Instagram at University, and I'd love to help you out. Have an awesome rest of your day and I will see you next week. That's all for this episode of the Life Picks University podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share it with two of your family and friends so they too can gain from it and you'll be helping us reach our goal of 1 million downloads by the end of 2025. Have an awesome rest of your day and grow those dendrites.